Welcome, wombat folk and trolls, sorcerers and orcs, to Rated RPG, the fantasy role-playing podcast where we toss dice and have fun adventures with our friends. This is the Valley of Green Gold, episode 50. In a previous session, Brad's character Silbeth found a coin which bore the words five cents written in the demonic scratchings of Abyssal. This coin was cursed, and while the guys have some hunch that something is off with Silbeth, only me and Brad are actually aware of the details of the curse. It is that Silbeth stops believing magic exists continually, so even if she's exposed to magic in some way, she's going to immediately stop believing magic exists again. Now, this curse didn't really manifest itself on the journey from the mines to the wizard's tower, nor did it when the party left their mounts in the nearby forest and proceeded to investigate a busted-up trebuchet in the prairie some distance from the entrance to the tower. But when we left the Whoop Whoop troop, the curse had begun to wreak its havoc. A small boulder came whizzing out of the clouds, obscuring the top of the tower, and it hit Silbeth. It nearly killed her. Clubhead healed her with magic, which freaked Silbeth out quite a bit. She avoided a wild magic surge, but she tried to run away, back to the mounts. So Bunny picked her up and carried her to the front door of the tower. A moment later, Clubhead was struck by a boulder, which left him with only a few hit points, so he healed himself, and then he wild-shaped into a warhorse and joined the rest of the party at the tower. There's a sign on the door, the door's locked, and the sign is written in Elvish. The only member of the Whoop Whoop troop who knows Elvish is Bunny. But before he could read the sign, Silbeth asked where Clubhead went, and where did that strange-looking fungus-infused warhorse come from? Bunny and Wendell tried to explain that it was just Clubhead's magical wild shape, and that freaked Silbeth out again. She had a wild magic surge, summoned a vicious troll, which freaked her out even more, and she had another wild magic surge immediately, polymorphing herself into a potted plant, which Bunny is currently holding, and that's where we're picking up. Silbeth, in a state of confusion and uh, anger, uh, maybe, you're not really sure, she unleashes a wild magic surge. And here we go. I summon a troll. Are you? A troll <laughs> is summoned into a space next to you, and the troll has eyes for Silva. What just happened? <laughs> oh my god! What's happening? I take five emotion. All right, you are up to five emotion now as you've surged and summoned a troll. Everybody roll I initiative. I surge again. Holy <laughs> shit. You rolled it up. You rolled a five? Yes, I did. Wow. Silbeth cursed or something? What's happening? I don't... That, that rod just got her all out of sorts, I think. So, <laughs> Silbeth surges, and she turns into a potted plant. What? <laughs> Are you shitting me? Well, at least there won't be any more wild magic surges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming potted plants don't have emotion. Is that a reference to The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? <laughs> it feels like it. It, it very well could be. I'm glad that yeah. they can't turn you into a fucking whale. <laughs> I have 42 leaves. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If so, you drop all the leaves, you're dead. Can I surge as a potted plant or not? You are incapacitated as a potted plant, so no, you can't surge. All right. But there is a troll, right? 
kind of next to you, and amongst a lot of you, one of you is a war horse. Yep. I don't know how that's going to work. So the first roll said it's hostile towards me, but now I'm a plant. Yeah. And a troll's not that smart. No. So it, it probably doesn't know who to <laughs> beat up first. I was carrying you, by the way, so now I'm holding a plant with a troll in front of me. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe it. Summon a troll, turn into a plant. Yep. Yeah. That's wild magic. If that it's... fucking troll hits you, you're so dead. Oh, <laughs> that's. I, I think it's a blessing in disguise because it doesn't recognize me as me anymore, I don't think. But who knows? Also, we got rocks, so I'm hoping one of them hits it. True. It's possible, yeah. So we got some initiative going. Is Crokey hanging out with the horses and yes. goats? Yes, I was just going to okay. say Crokey is with the... Because we were trying to sneak, so it wouldn't have been good yeah. to bring Crokey. Yeah, he's definitely back with the horses. Silbeth surges and summons a friggin' troll and then surges again and then turns into a <laughs> potted plant. Now Bunny DePayne is holding the potted plant. Silbeth is, as a potted plant, incapacitated and has vulnerability to all damage until the start of her next turn. And Bunny DePayne is up first in the turn order. Clubhead is on deck. We weren't at the top of the stairs, right? There were still a few to go. We hadn't made A couple it. of stairs. Okay, okay. so... Yeah, you and Silbeth had a couple to go. I don't know what the fuck happened, but what I do know is that I can't let my potted plant freaking out friend get hit. So I'm just going to try to book it up the stairs and hope that a rock slows this troll down. I'd rather fight it without having to also dodge rocks, so that's my plan. I start heading more up towards the stairs. Okay, so you can move to the top of the stairs without invoking an attack of opportunity from the troll. You're still definitely within troll's range. You're at the top of the stairs, sort of next to Wendell. Cool, cool. And you're holding a potted plant, still holding the potted plant. Definitely, because it's still bad. Also, can I use an ice cold point once I get to the top of the stairs? Because we still probably got to fight the troll. You bet. Okay, I'm going to use one of my defensive ice cold points, and that's my turn. All right. Clubhead is next. The troll is on deck. And then Silbeth, the potted plant after that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to use my last wild shape before we do a short rest to, to do my symbiotic entity. So... My horse form is now covered in an additional layer of spores to give myself some hit points. All right. Insert mushroom-related horse pun here. (laughs) 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 There is a mushroom called Dryad Saddle, by the way. Druid Saddle. Maybe, yeah. Don't you try Uh. to saddle me, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else for Clubhead? I'm just going to, like, run up the stairs. I'm going to avoid the troll. I'm just trying to get to safety, trying to get away from whatever angle those rocks are coming from, hopefully. All right. You are able to do that, get to the top of the stairs. Nay. You'll be closest to Bunny to pain, but far enough from the troll that you didn't enter his melee range, and you should be out of range of those falling rocks. Sweet. All right. The troll is next. The troll is very confused and very angry. (laughs) It was going to hit Silbeth, but that hasn't worked out. So the next best thing is to hit Bunny DePain. Oh, mercy. This troll is drooling with its gray fangs dripping with ooze. Its claws are razor sharp and ready to tear you apart with its first attack. It swipes at you with a 24 to hit. God damn! What does your ice-cold 
point for defense provide for you? I get resistance towards all non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing on the next attack against me. All right. Instead of 13 slashing damage, you only take six. Ooh, we'll take it. Nice. So this next attack is the second attack, and it does not have resistance. It is a 21 to hit. That definitely hits. 10 slashing as the claws rip through your awesome jumpsuit. God damn it. And a final <gasps> attack. Oh, three attacks. Awesome. I love all of this. With its claws. Oh, God. 23 to hit for 11 slashing. Great. Great. Okay. And that is it for the troll. Silbeth is a potted plant for her turn. <laughs> yes, indeed. I will attempt to photosynthesize. Okay. <laughs> now, you turned into a potted plant until the start of your next turn, so that will actually be your next turn. You'll become Silbeth again. Then we'll all die. <laughs> what does Wendell do? Where is everyone? I need to know exactly where everyone is next to me. So at the top of the stairs, you got Wendell, you're closest to the door. There's this little stone plaque there that has something written on an elvish, but you never found out what that says. Next to you is Bunny DePayne holding a potted plant that used to be Silbeth, and a little bit further down that same level on the top step next to the door, about 10 feet away from Bunny, is Clubhead. But he is a warhorse covered in mushrooms. <laughs> And then the troll is on like the two steps or three steps just down from Bunny. So he's just out of your melee range. Yeah. I kind of want to open the door, but I don't know how to do that. Do I? Do you know Elvish? Nope. Do any of us know I Elvish? I know Elvish. <laughs> There's not like an obvious, you know, like door handle. Bunny DePayne's turn is next. No, there's not an obvious door handle. Okay. I just got to figure out a way to delay the troll or get it away from us. Could I cast Grease in a place where only the troll would be affected? You could definitely do that. Okay. I'm going to assume that the troll's dex is not incredibly great and hope and pray. All right. Cast Grease. Pull a little pat of butter out of your pocket. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and the troll rolls a 17 oh. for his dexterity save. Unlucky, buddy. Yep. Is that enough? All right, the steps around the troll are covered in grease, but the troll digs his little toe claws in, and he's able to remain on his feet. Is this grease flammable? I would think so. Huh. Most grease is flammable. We've set grease on fire in this campaign. Oh, yes, shit. Yes, we have. Well, damn. Yes, yes, we have. Uh, anything else for Wendell's turn? Is there any th bonus action that I could do that would... No. All right. I'll just uh, hope that somebody else can uh, take care of this business. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> that's always a good strategy. <laughs> All right. Bunny DePain is up and Clubhead is on deck, Bunny. Well, fuck. Okay. So I can read Elvish, but I kind of want to try to set yes. the grease on fire. Because, like, if I can read Elvish, but I have no magic to open the door. Well, I would say reading this sign in Elvish is a free action. Okay, fuck it. I read that sign immediately. The sign <laughs> reads, whom is it you seek? Question mark. God, this is exactly what I need while bleeding from the chest. Riddles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send bunny chemicals through the air that are my advice to you. <laughs> <laughs> Bunny smells chlorophyll. Uh, there's a sweet scent in the air. It's, if it's a message. I, not, okay. Was there like a lock on this door? Or was there like one of those magical seals? 
So fucking can I just try- Give me a, a wisdom check. We'll kind of roll this into your free action here. 17! You suspect there could be some sort of glyph here, like the magical lock, right? Do you say what the yeah. question is? So I'll that- read it out loud. Who is it you seek? I think was the question, right? Yeah. Now that's going to be the end of your free okay. action. Now we got to deal with the troll that'll just follow us through the door even if we open it. That's true. So what would I have to do to try to set it on fire? Because I get two moves, right? Essentially. You get an attack action followed by another attack. So you get two attack actions and you get an attack action as a bonus. Would attempting to set it on fire be considered an attack action? It would, it would eat up your attack action. Well, I mean, look, I don't have any better ideas besides, like, trying to run around on some, like, I don't know, yakety sax music playing <laughs> Hope for the Boulder. Um, <laughs> so, would I have to use my tinderbox, I guess? That's, I don't have magic. That's the only thing I can think of. Mm. It's asking an awful lot out of six seconds know, to man. read the sign. <laughs> <laughs> But I got to give you a shot, right? So, yeah, you could set the grease on fire in this turn. All right, so I just got to strike hard and strike true. Let me actually look at my inventory. I just want to see... The way I imagine it is that Bunny is reading that sign, speaking to us while he's doing that, and then he's getting out his matches <laughs> while he's also telling us what the sign said, you know? Because he's like, you know, he's just it makes him feel good to explain everything that's happening as he's doing it. And, I but think he can out still loud, do all you know? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, Bunny's true power is ADHD. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, he's like a hype man, basically. Okay, let's go. Yeah, he's a multitasker. Okay, you grab your flint and your steel out of your pocket, you strike it on the ground, and are able to ignite the grease. Okay. Quick cool. thinking. We're going to call that 1d8 damage, so go ahead and roll a 1d8. Yeah, fine. We'll take it. All right, you singe the troll a bit with the fire as the fire bursts all around the troll's feet. He does not seem to care at all. You've got your movement, but if you move outside of the troll's range for a melee attack, he's going to get an attack of opportunity on you. I smell a TBK going on. (laughs) What does it smell like? Chlorophyll. Yeah. (laughs) Well, right now it does. It smells like burning troll. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. Can I attempt to stun him with my ice cold stunner? So you've used your action. You've used, you know, you had a free movement to read the Dion sign. over here trying to do an entire day's worth of action in <laughs> one round. I'm trying to cook literally a troll. I was thinking maybe setting him on fire would be considered an attack so I could use my other attack as a bonus action. Because then that would allow me to do the ice cold stunner, which has to happen after an attack. That's my thought process. Ah, uh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, we can retcon the lighting of the grease on fire if you like. And we can go purely for Bunny just kicking the troll while holding a potted plant. Okay, yeah, that's it. That's probably better. I'm going to try to kick him and have him slide down the fucking stairs. It's all bad, man. (laughs) Okay, so we wind back. We rewind a bit before Bunny had the idea of lighting the grease on fire. You read the sign. Whom is it you seek? You tell everybody what it says, and then you attempt to kick the troll. Yes, kick to the gut. Here it comes. A 23. That is a hit. Okay, and now I'm going to use an ice cold stunner. He has to have a constitution saving of 15. All right, he gets kicked in the gut. He takes seven bludgeoning damage. He rolls a 17. You piece of shit! Oh. All right. (laughs) I think this is revenge for the troll that was easy for us. 
<laughs> Karma's a bitch. So I think that's yeah it. So yeah. All right. Clubhead is up next, and then comes the troll. Clubhead is going to, with his sixty-foot movement speed as a warhorse, he's gonna sort of like circle around, put a little bit of distance between him and the troll, and then charge at the troll. Okay. So that is gonna be a nineteen to hit him. That is a hit. <laughs> Can you read Trampling Charge to me, please? Yeah. If the horse moves at least 20 feet straight towards a creature and then hits it with its hoof attack on the same turn, they must succeed at a DC 14 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. And then, if they are prone, I can make another hoof attack as a bonus action. Okay. So the troll is standing in this grease, and I'm going to say you can get to the troll without putting yourself in the grease. Okay. Which keeps you safe from falling prone yourself. Perfect. So the troll has to make a, you say, a strength save? Yeah, it's best save probably, but can't get lucky three times. Oh, he did get lucky three Dude, times. All he does is roll God like did. the best rolls ever. <laughs> yeah. Well, he rolled yeah. he rolled a 22 and a natural one. Yeah. Uh, so he goes with the 22. He gets kicked by the horse. How much damage did you do to him? I did 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah, war horses, you don't want to fuck with them. They're pretty scary. Anything else for Clubhead? No, I am very limited in what I can do as a war horse. <laughs> Any last words for Clubhead? I'm fine, man. I have 19 hit points as a horse and 20 temporary hit points. So he's going to have to do 39 damage to me in order to knock me into my normal form. Well, the good news is it's his turn next. Yeah. And on his turn, he's dumb. He's going to attack the thing that attacked him most recently and, and did a fair amount of damage to him. He turns around and he's got to swipe at you with his claws. Fair enough. So the first of three attacks, it's a 19 to hit. Okay, that'll hit. 12 slashing. He cuts away a bunch of mushrooms, I assume. Yep. His second attack, he rolls a 24 to hit. Okay, still got some mushrooms left. All right, that's six points of slashing. And then the final claw attack, an 18 to hit. Okay, so they all hit. So that's 28 total damage, it looks like. Yes, it is. Okay, so I forgot to mention this, but at the beginning of his turn, I need him to make a con save as my spores start choking him. Okay, he takes a big deep breath before he starts slashing at you, and he gets a big lung full of shroomy spores. Of course he passes. Yeah, he gets a 19 on his con save. No damage from that. All right, that is the end of his turn, and because he's standing in the middle of grease that's still there, he's got to make a dexterity saving throw, correct? Yes. He rolls an 11. Hey, he finally failed. He slips. He falls down, sliding a bit down the stairs. He's now pretty much like five feet outside of melee range from Bunny and Silbeth and Wendell. So the troll's turn comes to an end, and... Hey, we don't get an attack of opportunity for that, do we? Because he fell prone and slid down the stairs, I don't know, but I'm willing to say yes. So go ahead, Wendell and Bunny each get an attack of opportunity <laughs> on the yes. troll as he slides. Because he's prone, it's with advantage. It's at advantage. Okay. Yeah. That's at, at advantage. Now we're talking. Yeah, we're cooking with gas. I'm just, I guess, throw a thing if he's far enough away. Are you going to throw Silbeth at him? No, she's still a pot for like <laughs> half a second. Oh. That's right. I, I, I look for any, because I'm assuming because of like the rocks falling down, there's got to be some kind of like stone fragment. I just pick one up and whip it. Okay. Whoop. 
Alright, so you got a 13, which is not enough to uh, get through his skin. You pick up a chunk of rock and you throw it at him. Yeah. Uh, Wendell, you don't usually use your claws. No, but he was within reach on the ground, so I slashed out at him right before he started sliding down the steps. Did you use your toe claws? Yeah, use my foot claw. <laughs> Alright, you do six slashing. Do you have a do claw? <laughs> a what claw? A do claw. A do claw. You know, What's like. A do claw. A do it's like your thumb, yeah, it's, but it's up on your... It's like dogs and dogs and cats have this claw that's way up their wrist. Oh, right, yeah. Yep. All right, well, it worked. You you did a little bit of damage to the yeah. troll. And then a potted plant being held by Bunny Dupain turns back into Silbeth, and she has just been a potted plant, so I'm going to say that's an experience that would result in five levels of emotion. Yeah, I basically pop back into myself and instantly start screaming. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't Silbeth at this point just look around and just sort of be in shock and unable to do anything ever again? <laughs> yeah. A, yeah, pretty close to a fugue state, maybe, but Silbeth is screaming and needs to make a uh, needs to make a roll for a surge. 16. Prevented. You are able to prevent the surge and take stock of the situation. You see a troll lying prone at your feet. You are otherwise are a bit clueless as to what the heck's going on. I'm going to run around to the back of the tower and, like, hug the tower. But I think I still have enough sort of sense to shoot at the troll with my crossbow. So the way that this tower is constructed, imagine you're standing in front of a big building that's at least, you know, 50 feet wide. Right. And that's built into the mountain. So you can't get around to the back of the tower from where you are. The safest place for you probably is going to be behind Bunny to pain. That's what I'll do. And I will shoot my crossbow. All right, it is a ranged attack at a prone opponent, so that's going to be at disadvantage. A natural that one. Is a natural one. I'm going to get shot in my neck. <laughs> I, I need to take this moment. I, I've been doing some counting and looking at stuff. So the last 11 rolls of the troll, it's made 11 rolls so far in this combat. Five of them have been above 20. 100% of them have been above 16. <laughs> yeah. I have yet to roll above a 13. Until that final <laughs> dexterity check of 11, true. which yeah, might just be our saving grace. Right. That was the only brawl that A horrific <laughs> misfire by the crossbow gives me another level of emotion. Oh my God. Okay. You're up to six. I think you should have just thrown the potted plant at the I, troll. I might have <laughs> been <laughs> back at it. Shut yeah. 19. Still safe. 19. Oh, you are still okay. still safe, but whimpering behind Bunny to pain. Anything else for Silbeth? No. Okay, guys. New mission. We have to kill this troll before it gets back to Brad's turn again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the love of God. You know what? Fuck this. I'm not dying twice without a All fight, right. bro. Okay, Wendell sees Silbeth turn from a potted plant back into Silbeth again, and then Silbeth starts screaming, so Wendell just starts screaming and running around. <laughs> and running around? Yeah. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wendell doesn't do that. Wendell's okay. seen magic before. Um, okay. <laughs> That's the line of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> so is Silbeth. Yeah, well, that's why I assume that there's some sort of curse or something going on here that we don't know about. <laughs> yeah. Why would you assume He's, that? Well, I don't know what else would be causing it. Yeah, she, she's acting like an insane person. Something spooked her, I think. After the goo house, things got a little shaky. Goo house? The goo oh, house. Yeah. yeah, the big troll goo house. It's been so long what since the goo house. I, I know, but I'm just saying, <laughs> we left the goo house and shit got wild, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what's Wendell doing? Aaron, you, you have an amazing spell that you used last time we fought a troll. Why don't you use it again? Yeah. All right, how about I summon undead? All right. We're going to do what worked last time, which was bring out the putrid. I personally think the ghostly one would be better because the putrid targets his con, whereas ghost targets his wisdom and can make him afraid. And if he fails that, he doesn't do... It's not really going to do too much. Oh, you're saying we just, we just got lucky with the poisoning last time? Putrid was literally just luck last time. The ghostly is more effective against him. Okay, we'll try a ghostly one. Wendell holds out his gilded skull and utters the magic words. And a ghostly zombie springs forth. I take two levels of emotion. Fifteen. Okay. Oof. I'm seeing a, a ghostly apparition form out of nowhere. Yes. It would seem to be that way, yes. All right. Okay. Interesting. It is. It is very interesting. So the undead spirit, let me just put this into your control here. I miss Croaky. So you may attack with the undead spirit. Very good. Deathly touch. The ghost reaches out and attacks the troll and gets a 15. Slaps the troll. The troll has to make a DC wisdom save. DC is... My spell save DC, which is 15. It gets a two! Yeah! Hey, finally! <sighs> okay. All right, the troll takes uh, eight necrotic damage and is currently frightened Yay. of the undead spirit and maybe of Wendell, too. We're not really sure. Anything else on Wendell's turn? No. All right. Start of the next turn order. At this time, another rock is coming in. Oh, dear. Hot. And Clubhead is in range, and the troll is in range, and the undead spirit. So Clubhead is a one, the troll is a two, and the undead spirit is a three, and multiples up. Troll! Oh, finally, some luck. Yeah, now, looks like maybe your luck is turning around a little bit as a rock comes screaming through the air downward toward the troll. Scared prone troll. And that is a critical hit. Let's oh, my God. Lord. Oh, my God. Holy cow. 59 damage. Wow. Hey, Clubhead, you're still alive. Wow, I'm so glad that that D6 was not a one or a two. <laughs> oh my god. I'd be a dead oh Clubhead. Oh my god. You'd have been a Club dead. Ah, nice. <laughs> Give myself inspiration. <laughs> yes. All right. The troll is dead. Smashed by this rock from above. Amazing. And we are out of combat. I'm spent. How long does the undead spirit hang out with you? An hour. The undead spirit's still with you. Everybody is able to catch their breath. Clubhead, you're still a mushroom-covered warhorse. Yeah, I trot up uh, close to the door of the tower so I won't get smashed by another rock. All right. I'm just, I'm sitting on the ground, like, up against the tower. I just look pallid and pale. I'm sweating, and I'm just, like, taking deep breaths and just kind of staring at nothing. Silbeth, what... 
What's going on? I don't... This is very unlike you. What do... I don't understand anything that just happened at all. Am am I I dreaming? Is this a dream? No. This... There's no way this... We... We left the mines, and then we read the thing that said a rock will fall, and then we put the horses away, and we were going up the stairs. Now, we didn't want you to get hit by a rock, but we knew the rocks were a potential. Like, did the rock knock you a little loose? Because this is not the Silbeth I've known for quite a while, and I'm concerned that maybe... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, it hurt. It really hurt badly, and then... Uh, uh, Clubhead took the pain away, and where is Clubhead, by the way? Uh, what's this horse? Don't worry about that right now. He's, uh, he's around somewhere. But, yeah. um, what's important is it seems like anything magical that happens seems to really bother you. And what are you talking about? What are you, you saying, even? Do you, do you hear um, the words that are coming out of my mouth? Do you understand us? Of course I understand you. What is... Do you know... I'm Bunny the Pain. This is Wendell the Wombat. You are Silbeth. I, I know, know who you are? are. I know who you are. Then why but are But all you? these things... All the... What's that... What's that creature over there? Where did it come from? The, you are a chaos mage. Sorcerer. Whatever. Look. What? Do you know who no. you are? Yes. Okay. Yes, I'm an Ophidian. That is awesome. Tribe person from the jungle. Hell yeah. I specialize in crossbow and uh, staff. Okay. I can produce poison. I uh, and and uh, what are you talking about? What do you, you What do you mean, magical mage? Like what's that's not even a real thing. What do you mean? What do I mean? What's happening? I'm wondering what's happening too. You aren't like yourself, and I'm concerned as your friend. I'm, I'm like I've always been. What are you talking about? No, you're not. But we're not going to debate that. Is we it? have a door right now. I read it in Elvish, and it said, whom do you seek? You are the brains, right? You're the communicator, right? What do you think that means? Let's try yeah, to be we're proactive. Seeking, we're seeking Maddox. The door swings open. Look at that! <laughs> Look at that! I knew you were still in there, Silbeth. So it magically swings open. Ah! What? What? <laughs> no! That's not real! I take two levels of emotion. What are you up to? I am at 10. Okay. 50% chance of a surge. A three. All right. Hopefully it'll be potted plant again. Yeah. <laughs> Four trolls appear on the stairs. Large again. Enlarge? <laughs> you cast levitate on yourself. <laughs> All right, here we go. Katie what? what is going on? <laughs> Go inside! Well, you're up to five. I am up to five. We gotta roll again. Fourteen. Why am I flying? We don't know. We don't know, Silbeth. We have no idea. We're freaking out, too. Yeah. Ah! This is crazy! <laughs> this did is you do this? Look. No! How is it No, the... you did this! What do you mean ah. I did it? <laughs> what do you mean I, I did it? I take a level of emotion. I, t- I start <laughs> breakdancing. If we're gonna be cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, fuck it. Let's all lose our goddamn mind. I, I run inside the tower before I, I get... I head towards the inside now that it's open. As I'm walking in, I say, Silbeth, just wait out here. You're safe right here. Don't move. Yeah. And I'm we'll flying! Come get you. Uh-huh. And, and what is wrong with all of you? What I don't know, wh- but 
It seems like it'll be better if you don't see us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am not going to stand out here where there's rocks falling. Well, the good news is you're not standing at the moment, so don't even worry about pull, it. Pull me in. Pull me in. <laughs> I, I, I really want to. I'm just concerned. You know what? Fuck you it. will pull me in. Do it. Pull me in. Oh, make me. I take two levels of emotion at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm already inside. I'm inside the All tower. Right. So, so Clubhead, Clubhead Warhorse, you went inside, right? I'm just no. I'm still standing right outside, just kind of watching Silbeth in <laughs> in amazement. Three. Uh, is the, I search. Is the troll? Oh my god. Uh, is the troll for sure dead, or is it regenerating? Yes. Okay. Yes. I summon died. another troll. Good. A hostile, small-sized troll appears, uh, standing kind of right in front of Silbeth on the ground. He sprouts right out of the ground. What? <laughs> yes. What? Which freaks me out again. I take five levels of emotion. Oh, yeah. Why not? And I surge again. <laughs> okay. Another surge. <laughs> just as this, just as you're wrapping your head around this small-sized troll covered in brown ooze that jumped out of the rock. Five fluffs that look an awful lot like Nipple Clamp Jackson, you know, uh, Don Goose's yeah. friend. They appear in kind of all around the area and all at the same time, all five of them just start going Oh dear! And I'm absolutely just stunned by that. I can't even scream anymore. And I take five levels of motion and I roll again. Oh boy. Oh dear. And I do not search. Okay. And that is where we will end this episode <laughs> of the Valley of Green Gold. <laughs> wow. Join us for the next episode, which will be five minutes long as we all die in very strange ways. And that is episode 50 of The Valley of Green Gold. If you enjoy this podcast and you want to hang out with us in our Discord, you can ask us questions, you can share your theories, you can post memes, and just, you know, connect with us. Email us, and we'll invite you into our Discord, ratedrpgpod at gmail.com. In fact, we used our Discord to come up with a name for our new Rated RPG livestream adventure. Season 3 is called What We Do in the Shadowfell. The adventure is a highly modified take on Curse of Strahd, and you can join us on Twitch the last Tuesday evening of every month at 7 p.m. Central U.S. time. Session 2 is coming up February 27th. That's twitch.tv slash gamesocietypimps. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for making Rated RPG happen. Christian Go, Johnny Garlic, and Risky Business. Thank you very much. The rations and adventuring gear are much appreciated. Many thanks to the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade. Members in good standing include Alex Shermerhorn and our podcast transmuter, our audio wizard, Elizabeth Parcells. Thank you very much, and all hail the GPB. We're very grateful for the support of our Dukes, the Wizard Weary, the Duke of Lux, and the Dukes, Turtle and Crow. Thank you for your support. Another issue of the Merchant Harbor Gazette is going to go to print pretty soon. We will find out what Super Justin 64, Sean Duncan, Jackson Wynn, Spidey Mouse, and Brian Smallberries have been up to. The role of Lord Deputy is one of great prestige and honor, but adjudicating serious matters on Crow Island is stressful. 
So when Lord Deputy Chris Vale wanted to take a vacation, he asked his personal assistant and part-time artificer, Manflesh, if there was a way to teleport them to someplace relaxing. Manflesh has always had more confidence than skill, so his teleportation circle was mostly just improvised scrawlings. And so, instead of experiencing a tropical beach, they wound up experiencing a topical breach. Basically, turned them both inside out. It was a mess. So we scooped up a bit of each of them, put them both into the bucket of friends. If you would like to support the Rated RPG podcast and live stream with your support through Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash rated RPG and do that. Thank you. On behalf of everyone around Ye Old Gaming Table, thank you for enjoying the Rated RPG podcast.